Genesis Avalon. Episode 48 Into the Valley of Death Rode the 600. I thought I might find you up here. Mm. <sighs> oh, sorry. Not the best way to greet someone. What, considering we've only spoken a handful of times? Forget it, we're practically family at this point, according to Marin. <laughs> She's interesting, by the way. I'm not sure there's a different word that adequately describes her. Bizarre does a pretty good job. So, trying to think strategy? Or are you just brooding with no end in sight? <laughs> I'm trying not to panic. We've only a couple of hours before I need to be at Stonehenge. And I best hope I'm up to the task. I just keep thinking about all the sacrifices that have already been made. He's fine, you know. Who? Noir. Olivia's much calmer now, too. Doesn't want to really talk to anyone, but that's pretty normal for her. I make her talk, otherwise she'd just brood. The two of you seem to have that in common. Do we? I know we don't know each other that well, Tim, but if you want to talk, get something off your chest, I'm here to listen. You know, that's all I've heard from Olivia. Let me talk to you, Tim. Talk to me, Tim. I want to help you, Tim. If I was half the bloody king I'm supposed to be, I wouldn't need her moral support. Who the hell gave you that idea? Since when was anyone perfect? You are the reincarnation of a guy who made some whoppers when it came to mistakes. No one is telling you to be perfect. I'm telling myself to be perfect, because that is literally the only way I see myself getting out of this. I mean, for God's sake, look at me. I don't have any combat skills. I don't know the first thing about leading an army or fighting bad guys. And everyone's lives depend on me knowing how to be perfect and awesome. So I think I should probably work on being perfect because I'm bloody Arthur Pendragon. You know, it's okay if you feel like you need to give up. I mean, everyone has that feeling at one time or another. I've had it plenty of times. The life I live, the life you're living now, it's not easy. I'm proof of that. I just died. If you weren't worried or disheartened or hell scared, I'd think you weren't up to the task. Protecting the people you care about is a frightening duty. No one says you have to be strong all the time. How on earth can I protect the people I love, this country, if I'm not strong? Because your heart will lead the way. The funny thing about this is that it's not a job, Tim. It's a calling. It's part of who you are. You want to help. You want to protect those you care about. That's what you have to focus on. That's the thing that makes you overcome your concerns, your weakness, and your fears. You have to focus on the fact that your heart is telling you what you should do. 
regardless of whether or not you think you can do it. I... I'm scared. I am not scared of the battle ahead, necessarily. I am scared that even though something inside me is telling me that this is meant to be, that I'm in the right place at the right time, I'm scared I'm just wrong. That all of you will lay down your lives and your swords for me, and I'm just gonna choke. I won't be the king that everyone expects me to be. It's not about what everyone else thinks about you. You need to have faith in yourself, okay? And you know what? If you don't have that faith, then look at that band on your wrist. Look at your friends, the way they've happily accepted this. Look at the people you've already helped. Roxy has a new lease on life, sure, but you've given her a purpose. I've never seen her like this. Ever. That's a good thing. You're not a bad king. You're inspiring people. You just have to see it. Wasn't exactly inspiring when I snapped at Olivia. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Do you know that? No, really. Monarchy aside, I have seriously cocked things up with her. She was trying to help and I snapped at her. And then when I tried to return the favor, she bit my head off. She is infuriating, by the way. If she wasn't so witty and pretty and smart, I might have had a chance, but nope. I can't even be mad at her without feeling like a pawn for doing so in the first place. <laughs> She's a bit of a strong personality, yes. She's kind of like a tea bag. You never know how strong she is until she's in hot water. <laughs> <clears throat> Speaking of Olivia, though, I think you need to cut yourself a little slack. Being a leader isn't about running out there half-cocked with no plan and assuming you have to do it all alone. It's about knowing people have your back. She's got your back. And it sounds to me like you already know that and you're just a little intimidated. I'm sure she'd find that incredibly cute. Oh, he, um, can we just, uh, not? <laughs> you seem like you're feeling a little better. Did I help? <sighs> yes. In fact, I think I know what I need to do. Thank you, Jaina. I really do appreciate having you here. And I plan on being here until the end, Your Majesty. That being said, it's almost dawn. Time to go rally the troops. Yes, it is. And I think I know how I'll be doing that. I hope. If you wouldn't mind coming downstairs with me. I'd be happy to. Noir, you're awake and eating porridge to boot. I hope that bodes well. I am a little tired, but other than that, I'm right as rain. The concern is appreciated, but unnecessary. Tell me about that when you stop hurting yourself all the time, Pelinor. Blimey, did I just call you Pelinor? You know more about that than I do, Tim. I've been a cat for so long, I'm afraid I hardly remember my old name. 
well. I only remember that you're Pelinor. And that comes and goes. I'm not sure that's helpful. Time will tell. And you, Natalie? How are you? I'm okay. Um, healing Noir was more difficult than I thought it would be. Ever since you've taken Excalibur, I've felt like the lady is having a more difficult time channeling power. Is there anything we can do about that? Well, we may have found something. When I originally became the lady, it took time for us to integrate. When we finally did, I pulled Excalibur for the first time. Yeah, I remember. Up until that point, you didn't have the sword anywhere on you. When Natalie was nearly killed and lost Excalibur, I'd called Leanne for help. She had told me of a book she'd read that stated gods could easily imbue all of their abilities into an artifact. When the artifact was passed to its rightful owner, the god should then find another artifact or return to the other world. I believe that the lady's power is currently linked to Excalibur, but only because we haven't had a chance for Tim to truly wield the sword since his initial brush with Morgan. Since the sword has been in her trust long before the Pendragon was given it, and ever since, I fear that Excalibur might be having a difficult time completely releasing the lady as one of its rightful owners. But, now that you are here, and you are, in fact, the once and future king... Excalibur will eventually let her go. Question is, how long? We have no way of knowing. Plus, we have very little time to figure out how to make the lady use something else as a holy relic before this fight starts. I may be out of commission for the fight, Jay. I can't do that to you guys. I can't leave you alone. And you won't, Nat. We'll figure something out. Noir, see if you can reach Lee. She might know more about that text. That won't be necessary. Considering I wrote that book and sent it to a Sarvis friend in her youth, I can tell you that we can, in fact, call a lady from Excalibur. But I think we'll need Merlin. Well, then, I suppose we should go find her. Um, if you don't mind waiting just a moment, I actually want to speak to everyone. <clears throat> if I could have everyone's attention, Knights, Exodus, Genesis, Merlin, all of you. I want to thank every one of you for coming here, for finding me. I know that can't have been easy, and certainly we've experienced things that would make lesser men and women turn tail. But you are not those lesser men and women. You are my knights. You are my court, my friends, my family. And I can feel it deeper than anything else than I've ever known. I might not think much of myself, but I think the world of you. And you were drawn here so that we could all be together when we're all needed the most. Because the truth is that it doesn't matter if I need you. This country, this world, needs all of you a hell of a lot more than it needs me. Because I'm nothing without my friends. Morgan Le Fay wants the throne so that she can plunge this world into darkness. But we will not let her, my knights. We will stand fast and we will drive that darkness away with a bright blazing passion for justice and liberty. And she will never touch this land again. At each other's sides, we shall not quiver in fear at what may be at stake. But we shall triumph 
in the face of adversity, bonded together as one unit, one army, one people. We were meant to be here, my friends. Now, tell me, are you ready to show Morgan Le Fay that this is a world of freedom and not tyranny? I say we pitch our tents on the fields and give her a run for her money. Now, grab your things. We move out in 15 minutes. You and Alicia as far from the action as possible unless Jaina or Sam tell you otherwise. You got it. Olivia? Um, do you have a moment? Uh, yeah. Sure. We'll meet you at the car. Shotgun! You got it. Get going, kid. Hey, Leisha, come on. We gotta get our stuff. Oh, I'm sorry for being a prat. I really do appreciate you've been trying to help. I'm just thick. Thanks, Tim. In the, uh, <clears throat> in the interest of full disclosure, I'm sorry for what I said earlier, too. I didn't mean it, and I, I just... I don't know when my powers fritzed out, and it's... Scaring you? Not one of my favorite words. <laughs> Alright. Let's go with concerned. <sighs> yes, I am concerned. I've been around for a long time, Your Majesty, and this is the first time this has happened to me. Worst part is, I don't have a clue why. I've been in worse situations. I've never panicked before. We'll figure it out. I promise. I appreciate the blind support, but if I can't wolf out, I'm just some regular chick. I'm sure I know how to fight, but I don't think I'm going to be much use against banshees. Just warning you. You think I only want you around because of your abilities? <laughs> you scare me more right now than you ever did as a wolf. There's no one else I'd rather have nearby in this fight. I need someone to knock me down a few pegs. <laughs> well, that I think I can handle. How long till we get to the plane? It's about a 45 minute drive. If you want to get some shit on, now's a good time. Uh, that goes for you too, Roxanne. Jeez, dude. I know I tried to kill you, but please don't call me that. The only person who did was my mom when I was in trouble. <laughs> right then, Roxy it is. So, I think Tim's a bit more relaxed about the whole King thing, if not relaxed, he's certainly come to grips with it. Now he's just buckling from the weight on his shoulders. I think he'll learn to stand on his feet soon enough. <laughs> I don't know, Jaina. Look, you know I want to be here, but I don't know if we can really trust him. He's practically a kid. <laughs> I was practically a kid when you met me. I did pretty okay. Yeah, well, you're Genesis Avalon. And he's King Arthur. Quit it. You don't have an argument here, you just have cold feet. And if I do... We don't have our medallions. You opened yourself up to the gods and Morrigan almost took you. She was going to get you tailored and everything like a new suit. I can handle the Morrigan. Jay, you and I both know that the gods don't do stuff because we tell them to. 
They do stuff because it suits their purposes and schemes. <sighs> Don't help him. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Lie and say he doesn't know what he's talking about? Jay, you got me back. I don't want that to go to waste. I I want time to make up for the things I've done to you, to both of you. Roxy, look. I dragged you out of hell because I forgive you. You do not need to apologize anymore, okay? It's time for all of us to move on. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be so easy for Natalie. Nat just needs to see what I did. That you're our friend. You're not that twisted version. She'll learn. If this goes badly, Rox, I don't want my last memories of you to be bad ones. And I'm sure Nat feels the same way. She just needs time to adjust. Thanks, Jay. Now, shut your eyes. Try and get some sleep. It's like Mecca, you know. I always wanted to come here. Bet you never thought it'd be like this. I thought there'd be more people, though. There normally are. That shiver you all got up your spines about a kilometer back. That'd be the spell Morgan has in this place. Unholy, filthy magic. It's going to block out anyone not touched by the Mark of the King. Well, good. That means no tourists can come up and see us. It also means no one can help us. Like who? The army? We're about to fight a centuries-old witch at Stonehenge. At this rate, we're the cover of the sun. Yeah. Looks like our wee army of 17 will have to do. Yeah. We're gonna get roasted, aren't we? Nah, lads have faith. We have light on our side. And the priest and priestess of Avalon. We don't have our medallions. We can't transform. But Jaina did transform before at the pub. Possession is not the same thing as transformation, Natalie, and you should know that. <sighs> Sam, low blow. Not low enough, apparently, because we're still having this fight. We're just going to completely skip over the fact that I fundamentally disagree with the idea of that bloodthirsty raven in your head. I'm aware of the risks, and they're mine to take. You can't control everything I do. I came back from the dead. I can take care of this. Well, then what am I supposed to do? Shall I go make tea cozies for the rest of you? Well, you could just follow her lead. At the risk of sounding like Glinda the Good Witch, the power was in you all along. What? You aren't just any old Genesis or Exodus Avalon. You're the fully ascended priest and priestess to the king. Nothing like that's existed since before all the nonsense with the magic cup. In fact, you two got nothing to blather on about. It's the lady who's got to figure it out. What about her? The lady's power is split between me and Excalibur, and it's draining me. Probably not doing much for Tim, either. I imagine you'd be helping him. Or someone's chop-seaty day. Look, do you want to leave the soothsaying to me, or do you feel like talking to the millions of lives trapped in your head? Funny article you are. Against I finish talking to you, Morgan will have us back and forth again. Blimey, she's Welshy. Can we focus on Natalie, please? 
Look, it's easy enough, all right. We just need another talisman. Once you have that, the rest falls into place. Oh, well, I mean, all I have is this necklace Snore got me in path. Oh, well, lush. That'll do. Put that around your neck. Now, Tim, take out the sword and hand it back to Natalie. I thought we were trying to make the sword mine, not give it back. Hi, Merlin, Sorcerer, Nora of All. Don't know if you caught that memo. Can you just listen to me on this one thing, Tim? Right. Here you are. Now, Natalie, relinquish ownership of it. Join with the lady and proclaim that Arthur has returned and taken the blade which is his. I see. All hail Arthur Pendragon, son of Uther, the once and future king. It is my honor to give to you that which has waited to be returned. Behold, King Excalibur, I give to you the sword which is your right. I hereby return Excalibur to the King of Britain and no longer require its use. Now take it back, Tim, and Natalie, force the lady into the necklace, show her it's there. she go? She's in the necklace. Best give her a little time to rest, though. Transferring into a new talisman takes a little time to adjust. Sort of like having a new body. Everyone, take five. Set your things down. Gabe, Leo, look at getting Gwen and the kids set up in tents. Not that I'm happy with her being here, mind you. This is no place for a civilian. Well, I'm not leaving her in town. I would love to hear your reasons on it, but frankly, I'd much rather not have to beat you. Tim, come on, man. Cooper, Omari, set up defensive positions up near the fences. I want lines of sight all around. Take Dominic, if you like. You got it. We've got this taken care of. Everyone else, I suggest we set up some sort of makeshift medical tent. Or one it separate from the civilian tent. Are we clear? Good. Off you go, then. I'm gonna go check on Alicia and Jack. I'll go with... They're with Gwen, over by the tent. Also, do you know what I said to Alicia? She hasn't talked to me since you got back, practically, and maybe I just really suck with kids or something. Well, maybe not calling her a kid. Hey, you alright? I'm fine. <sighs> what makes you think I'm not? The fact that you nearly just bit off my head wasn't a clue. I didn't mean to. I'm just... <sighs> Nothing. Never mind. No. It's clearly something. What's wrong? You look like you did when you rushed Noah into the pub. It's not worth talking about, okay? Don't worry about me. Just worry about everyone else. You're part of everyone else, you realize. I can take care of myself. I always do. Point is, you don't have to. You should talk to your musketeers. They're trying to get your attention. Huh? Tim, look, I think we should talk for a second. Gabe, this is about Leo. No, it's not about me. Forget me, I don't care about our problems. We can figure them out later. I'm more concerned that if you wanted to want me, you won't be able to because we're all dead. Seriously? For once in his life, he's got a point, Tim. 
This feels like a trap. And I don't like it. Dude, we have got to get out of here and get some backup on standby. No. Leo, there isn't anyone who could help. No. No. We stay here. We fight here. And we will not fail. <laughs> Come on, man. Now's really not the time to be a hard-headed jackass. All right, Leo. That's enough. Look, he's not listening. Whatever he's planning, he's set on it. Thank you. It's about as stubborn as you are. She's okay? Quiet, all of you. Tim, look. Damn! Morgan Le Fay. She's gone to the center of the field of battle. I imagine she's following the old rules, the decorum of old ways. She's expecting that our generals will need to meet her there to discuss the terms of the battle. Wait, we have generals? Theoretically. It's up to Tim to decide. Hmm. The priests and priestess? Pelinor and Olivia. Uh, me? I appoint you my defender. Consider yourself a rook. You didn't think I was going to let you sit this out, did you? Careful what you wish for. <clears throat> and the rest of us? Wait here. When the time comes to fight, you'll know. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. As ready as I'll ever be. Ah, brother, surrounding yourself with your little ragtag group of cohorts. Now positively pictish. Oh, I've had enough snide comments from you, Morgan. We're not here to insult one another. We're here so I can send you back to hell where you belong. On the contrary. You are here to hand over that sword and give me the throne I deserve as your elder and the superior force. Do not test me. Only one of us shall enjoy it, and it most assuredly will not be you. If the sword was meant to be yours, it would have come to you. Name your terms of battle, Morgan. Very well. I will name my terms. You will surrender at once. If you do not, then you shall face my army. Arise, my servants! The Lady of the Blackwater summons you! By the gods. Tim. You are strong. Will you give the throne to me now? That's all you have? That's it? I have the Priestess of the Morrigan. The Priest of Camulus, the Lady of the Lake, and all the Holy Knights of Avalon. And you bring ghouls and banshees? You might have taken that and will follow you a little too seriously. Let me give you my terms. We're gonna wipe the field with you. You get what you've raised, or I get the Avalon to what I've brought. The fighting doesn't leave this field, and when we win, you will go back to hell for the rest of eternity. Never to attempt the throne again. And when I win, every last one of your stupid little accomplices will be flayed and put on display to serve as a warning to any who would challenge me. You are a fool, Arthur. Your band cannot possibly overcome the hordes of hell. Try telling Obsidian that. I wasn't speaking to you. Oh, the gods. 
Listen, you soggy old cow. You're the last one who should be talking about spreading your knees for a little bit of power. Watch your tongue, you orphaned wretch. You have never known the comfort of a mother's love, so you cannot possibly understand what I am seeking to obtain. You were unwanted by those closest to you. So very well. Cling to your little harlot if it makes you sleep at night. In fact, since you have indulged in the proper decorum, you have the customary time to meet with your little band. <laughs> and then I will ensure that each of you dies watching those you love suffer and scream for mercy. Shove it up. Enough. Come on. I wouldn't waste your time if I were you. <laughs> The entire army of that? Those are not Obsidian's demons, Jaina. They will not be so easy to challenge. She brought half of hell, didn't she? I don't get it. Why did she let us go? The only reason she's giving us time is because those demons aren't fully corporeal. She's an immortal body. She's vulnerable. It's as much for her benefit as for ours. So I suggest we use the time to prepare. How the bloody hell are a dozen and a half of us supposed to prepare for that? Sorry. I kind of had that thing where my mouth just takes off talking kingly. I told her she could have her army of monsters and I had all the holy knights of Avalon with me. We're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> We're all gonna die and she's laughing. Oh, Tim, you bloody brilliant son of a bitch. If I fancied lads, I'd kiss you full on the mouth right now. This is nuts. This is worse than nuts. At least two of us are depowered. We have a civilian. I already mentioned I didn't want Gwen here. And you want to just go up against an army. Does anyone have some sort of bucket of green army men we can use? There has to be someone or something we can... Z. What about her? She told me that when the time came, she'd come when we called. The Guardian... Cucullin said that only those truly blessed by the gods could transcend death in great times of need. I'd say this qualifies. Oh, it's better than that. Tim said all the holy knights of Avalon, and he didn't specify living. What exactly do you mean? Any idea how many priestesses and priests of Avalon there have been in the last millennia? How many holy warriors who could have been truly blessed by the gods and could transcend death if the gods favored it? God, so there could be hundreds, maybe even thousands. That would take a massive amount of power, Merlin. More than just a goddess. Who better to help than someone who's lived a hundred lives between Arthur's death and now? Besides, or more than just the Lady of the Lake. We're the Lady of the Lake, the Madman of the Woods, the High Priest of Camulus, the High Priestess of the Morrigan. Something which, by the way, has never been tamed until now. Tim, get the knights. I need to get my high mage dice rolling twenties. Really? Tabletop? Really? Body, Dominic, get over here. Girls, over here. And get those slack-ass old men already. What is it? What's going on? I think we're about to see some next-level shady. If you lead us off. By the power of the sea.
That which washes the shores, which cleanses in brine and thundering waves, I purify thee. I sanctify this place in the name of the Tuatha de Danann, to my brother, the son of the great sea himself, guardian of the blessed isles, I summon thee now. Bring forth the great wave sweeper, O Thorman, for we lash the chains of divine will to thee. We summon a branch of the apple tree from the main. We summon the great horse of the son of Lear. Bring forth the great wave sweeper, O ferryman, for we lash the chains of the divine will to thee. I call thee to the center of this realm, where cauldron and pillar meet, joined and overflowing. I call to my great sister, Rosmerta. Bring forth your cauldron of knowledge. Call forth the names of those of the line of Avalon. We summon the line of Niniane, Viviane, and Nimue. Brides of the Isles, thy purity and divine strength, the love of your country, we summon to the center of this realm where cauldron and pillar meet, joined and overflowing. We summon the line of Pendragon, of Merlin, of Lear, of Lu, of Camelus, of Kirnanus, lords of the Isles, thy strength and passion, the faithfulness to your country, we summon to the center of this realm where cauldron and pillar meet, joined and overflowing. With Govnu's great sleeping, we forge these chains. Eat of the great, great fire, fire those, those anointed, anointed with the mark, mark of the king. king. What's going on? What are they doing? They're summoning us some help. This really is all about to happen, isn't it? Are we even going to fight? Wait, can you feel it? The energy. Come to me as I call you here. Never thought I'd miss all this leather. Come here, you beautiful lightsaber. Oh, blessed we are all holy warriors of Avalon. That comes with powers and weapons granted by the gods. What in the bloody hell is happening? I felt it all away for the tent, the kids, and the girl. By the gods. Well, awesome. But any reason the present train hasn't stopped by me yet? All the generations of Avalons. Francesca? Hello, my love. Z! Hey, Rox. Good to see you. That outfit is rockin'. These gods don't skimp on the style, do they? There are... So many. Of course there are, child. All of our trials were leading to this fight. This is what the Avalons and other knights were meant to do. To protect the earth until the time of the return of the king. We're his army. Yay. And I do believe this army is ready to fight. No. What is this? You have cheated. This is not what you brought onto the field. The king told you he brought all the knights of Avalon. And so that's what we brought. Bet you wish you hadn't trash-chalked us earlier, eh? 
You will pay for this treachery. The battle begins. So be it. Charge! <laughs> Featuring the voice talents of Laura Post as Jaina Masterson slash Genesis Avalon David Alt as Sam Tyler slash Exodus Avalon Alicia Matheson as Natalie Hall Chris Hackney as Noir Chris Dadther as Tim Arthur Teresa Stacy as Olivia Tracy Hall as Roxy slash Knox Richard Paul as Jake Goldman Jason R. Wallace as Gabriel Sinclair Paul Brueggemann as Leo Blake Kristen Bays as Marin, Mindy Rastkinen as Morgan Le Fay, Jennifer Alex as Anipa Patel, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Tammy Gallant, Damian Haywood as Dominic Bishop, Aiden Rudd as Cooper Brown, Roy Mills as Omari Kelman, Dave Morgan as Edward Clark, Mike Winters as Jack, Stefania Lintenbahn as Francesca. And Marley Norton as Z. Written by Catherine Pride and Kristen Bays. Directed by Catherine Pride. Story by Catherine Pride with Kristen Bays. Featuring Red Needle by Chad Salvada. And The Past Ages of Glory. Nights of the Darkness. End of a Story. And First Dawn of Spring by Zero Project. All other original music by Kevin McLeod. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2013, Pendant Productions. Genesis Avalon, created by Catherine Pride, copyright 2013, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. Next time on Genesis Avalon... The battle for the throne heats up. Mordred, right? You should know my name, as it will be the name... Oh, please. Just don't. You will pay for that, you harlot! I have survived the underworld! I have survived hell! So have I! Some heroes will come into their own. Jake, go back with the others. I have a plan. Nefties! And some will leave the field of battle the hard way. Olivia! Leo! Gabriel! Genesis Avalon, episode 49, coming December 18th, 2013, only at PendantAudio.com.